1: We're going to have a chat here that we've talked about before. It's important, and that's why we we, we bring it up. Um, Did you know, for example, that uh, this is Blood Donor um, Week in Canada, and it comes at a really good time because right now um, we're, we're in a bit of a situation. When you take a look at what's going on in the country right now, if you go back to where we were before the pandemic started, we are now, what is it, two and a half years later, whatever the case may be. So from March of 2020 to now, the number of people across Canada who regularly donate blood has dropped by 31,000. There's this core group of people who donate over and over and over to Canadian Blood Services. They really are the backbone of the organization. 31,000 of them have gone away over the course of the pandemic, and the hope is, of course, that they're going to come back and bring some friends with them. Um, But it wasn't as big of a deal over the course of the pandemic because realistically, the demand for blood really slowed down over the course of the pandemic. Think about it for a second. Travel, that's a big part of it, you know, that kind of thing. Activity, people out doing things, everybody sat at home. So, you know, we weren't having as many injuries and things like that where blood is needed. Surgeries weren't happening in a lot of places because of the healthcare system. You know how many surgeries were postponed and or canceled, right? So, the demand for blood was much less than it typically is but that's starting to ramp up now and unfortunately a lot of the people who you know just forgot or couldn't or it wasn't possible or whatever the case may be to donate over the course of the pandemic haven't come back yet so the situation is getting pretty dire and um the push is on to try and get people back through the door and uh get donations back up to where they need to be. The system is it's national, right? So people who donate in one part of the country, that blood product they're donating may end up in another part of the country that needs it. So it's all linked together. It's a massive system and it relies basically on you and I and our friends and family to go through the door and donate blood. And to find out why it's so important, we've got a couple of great guests today. We're going to chat with Liz and Glenn Cook. Ones a plasma recipient. One's a blood donor since 2014. Uh, it all sort of started around the same time for very good reason. Liz, Glenn, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate your time.
2: Thanks for having us. We're yeah. happy to, to to be the spokespeople. <laughs> Liz, let's start with
1: you. You, you came to need um, blood in, in a very, this way, you know, reading your story, I'm kind of surprised. I, I don't think I've ever heard this before. Tell us what happened.
2: Yeah, it was dramatic. So in uh, November 2005, I had a dodgy hamburger that was tainted with E. coli and Campylobacter. So those are two different kinds of food poisoning. And um, after about a week, it developed into something quite rare called hemolytic uremic syndrome. And what that is, is basically your blood just uh, destroys itself and it clogs all your organs. And I was, uh, I, I was living in Grand Prairie at the time and I was airlisted down to the U of A. And uh, they told me that it looked like my blood had been through a blender. Uh, Yeah. Uh, They could only identify seven platelets, and um, that's, you're supposed to have hundreds of platelets. So, what what the this HUS did is it clogged my kidneys to the point where I was in complete renal failure, and I needed to have something called plasmapheresis, which is where they spin your blood through a centrifuge, take off your plasma, and give you donor plasma. And um, just to give you an idea, plasma generally is kind of the golden rod color of a McDonald's french fries. Okay. My blood was chocolate brown. Oh, my goodness. So it was, I I was mostly dead at the time. So that's when blood services entered my life. I immediately had uh, transfusions of packed cells, whole blood, and mostly plasma. So altogether, I received, over the months that I was in the hospital getting treatment, I received 498 units of blood and plasma. What? In a month? Yeah, for real, 498 units, mostly plasma, because each treatment was 15 to 20 bags of plasma. But this number, that 498, is approximately what the clinic in Edmonton gathers in a week. So for an entire week, people went to work, ate their cookies, donated. You know, people cleaned the clinic, all that, all that. for so one week saved my This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage... All the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/special offer. All lowercase. That's Shopify.com/special offer. My life. So I owe them a bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that's just—it's an incredible story. Now, Glenn, this yeah. is when you became
0: a donor, right?
1: <laughs> I mean, this yeah. is when you sort of jumped in.
0: <laughs> well, this all happened um, well before I met Liz. Um, but, you know, we met, actually, it was uh, 10 years ago today. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. And, of course, she told me this story. And, uh, you know, donating blood well, was something I had thought about for a while. Um, but, you know, I finally uh, got up and, and made the appointment. Um, my first appointment was in uh, October 2014. And this was after we were married. And so... Um, at that point I was doing whole blood donations, uh, probably for the first seven or eight times I went. And, uh, so, you know, you have to wait about six to eight weeks in between those. And then one day I went in and there was a sign up on the bulletin board asking for uh, plasma donors, uh Oh, positive plasma donors, which is my blood type. And so I called the, uh, the one eight 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 number and, uh, made an appointment to donate plasma. And so I did that for about, I did that every other week um, for, I don't know, four or five years or so. Okay. And then when the pandemic started, I started going every week. So, yeah, I um, was supposed to do my 200th uh, blood donation um, uh, this past Tuesday, but unfortunately it came down with covid uh, right before then. So that's been pushed back a little bit. But yeah, I'm, uh, I'm helping replenish the stocks. Yeah. That, uh, that
2: <laughs> he, he's like my carbon offset, but for blood.
1: Hey, I, I wonder, Glenn, as someone who's done this for a long time, what was it like when the pandemic happened? Did you have to pause? Was there new procedures? What was it like during COVID to be a blood donor? Uh,
0: the procedures changed in the clinic uh, quite a bit. Um, you know, obviously they were taking lots of precautions um you know i joked with liz when i when i was going that you know that was the place i was the least worried about you know mm-hmm. that yeah. they had they were very clean they were taking all sorts of precautions um so and yeah when uh, when the pandemic hit i just figured you know they'll need it more than ever you know i, I imagine a lot of donors were were um, pausing or whatever so that's when i decided to to step it up and go every week.
2: Plus he got to get out of the house.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, as we go along, did where's what's your relationship, Liz? I know, like, my wife, I, I've talked about it on the air before. She went through a stem cell transplant back in 2015 or 16. I can't remember which. Um, but she received a tremendous amount of blood. And now she's really into helping Canadian Blood Services. Obviously, you're on the air talking about this. So same sort of thing. You recognize how important this is now, and now you're giving back?
2: Absolutely, It's I actually can't donate now, um, just because. It's so a long story, but to do with the the uh, the E. coli painting. But um, I uh, I I owe them my life. Like, there's no question that I would be dead without blood services. Yeah. My husband, uh, we wouldn't be married. I would be gone. So, I it's sort of my mission to do as much as I can. For blood services, uh, you know, and if I'm ever able to donate, I, like it'll be a media event, so you're invited. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I absolutely, um, I absolutely know how important it is, and and I just I encourage everyone. To give it a try. I know there are people who have tried and they say, oh, you know, I fainted or, oh, well, maybe give it another shot. Maybe you didn't have enough water. Maybe, you know, this is it's so important and you never you never know. I had a hamburger. Yeah. I had a all it was. And, and I, I was in hospital for a month and needed this much blood. You never know. It, maybe next time it's your loved one. Maybe it's not you. Maybe it's a loved one. Um, and it, and blood is needed in so many odd circumstances. We all think about, you know, maybe cancer or, uh, car accident. Car
1: crash, yeah.
2: Like, exactly. But it, it, uh, women that, that are giving birth, maybe they need a unit of blood. Or, uh, you know, you cut your finger really badly. Maybe you need a unit of blood for that. You never know. Um, it, it just, it's so important that if you are eligible to donate, that you get out and donate if you can. It's just, it's so simple, and it's so easy, and you will save a life. What and what other thing can you do that will save a life? No, oh, you're what, absolutely right. There are cookies. They're cookies. <laughs> Delicious cookies by George.
1: <laughs> now, that's the thing, Glenn. They still have the cookies. They still have the juice. I mean, when you walk in, it's still that wonderful. You know, they, they really do make it worth
0: your while, don't they? <laughs>
2: they <really> do.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, <laughs> love the juice. Uh, the only change has been they just ask you to um, uh, actually eat outside of the clinic. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. But, you know, that's that's really the only change that's right. come there. Yeah, well, you yeah take better. your cookies home. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Still
1: cookies. <laughs> nope. Liz, Glenn, thank you so much for coming on and sharing the message. It's so important. I really appreciate you joining us. Thank no, you
2: very for, Thank you so yeah. much for having us. We really appreciate it. And I know Blood Services does too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. For, you bet. Thanks very much, guys. Thanks. All Have right. a good day. That is Liz and Glenn Cook. And as you heard, uh, Liz, a recipient of blood products, hundreds of them, after she ate a burger. Did Can you imagine? She had a, a burger and it was tainted with E. coli and basically, it, you know, her life was, was threatened. So uh, she needed the blood to survive. And Glenn has been a blood donor since 2014. As I say, I, I've got a bit of a soft spot here because without the blood products, I, my wife wouldn't be here either when she had her stem cell transplant. I... I and, you know, like Liz said, what else can you do to save a life? I mean, think about it. Really? How easy is it, right? You just, you go and you do this and literally you're going to save people's lives. So what they want, what they would like to see is over the course of blood donor week, which is on right now, as we speak, they first of all, need to get back that 31,000 that they lost over the course of the pandemic, but they would like to see a hundred thousand Canadians sign up if they could.